0: At law school, corporate clerkship recruitment is considered to be especially demanding. Some of the dedicated lawyers who have survived this vicious process are part of an
1: elite squad known as Allens. These are their stories. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Allen's Confidential. Get excited podcast listeners because today we are joined by two fantastic guests, Kylie Scott, our head of diversity, inclusion and well-being here at Allen's and also Jamie Guthrie who is a senior associate in our banking and finance team. So let's get right into it. We're going to hear about diversity, inclusion, well-being and making your life and work work for you. Welcome Kylie and Jamie to the podcast. Such a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for having having
0: us. Well, as we like to kick off every episode, our first question to you is what are your favorite podcasts to listen to?
2: Well, I'm a massive science nerd, so I love Science with Dr. Carl. And from a work perspective, I love to listen to something called The Broad Experience, which is about women and the workplace and success. Great. What are your... Top tips for success. Ah, how long that's have we got? The uh, so
1: that's, that's the podcast, right? <laughs> Do you actually have, before we dive into the work stuff, have you got any fun science facts from Dr. Carl that spring to mind?
2: Well, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day about the length of one's butt crack and how it is determined and apparently it's by the size of your gluteus maximus. So someone was had um, kind of dialed in to ask about can my husband's butt crack ever be covered by his shorts and apparently it does depend on the size of your glutes as to how long your butt crack So does that
0: mean be. it would lengthen if you
1: grew the your glutes?
2: Th- well, apparently the bigger the, the glute, the bigger the crack. Ah,
1: there you Geneva's, Geneva's <laughs> recently
2: gotten into fitness. This is
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, interesting to you—the the unintended <laughs> consequences of working out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, another pleasant tone. <laughs> How about you?
3: I am a bit of a, a renewable energy nerd in terms of um, I I practice that a lot too. So I like to listen to a lot of the um, clean energy um, podcasts, particularly done by the Clean Energy Council, Arena, CFC. CFC. Um, they're quite informative. They give you good. And feel for where the market is and where it's moving and that's the key really. It's such a fast paced area that you get to get an idea of what the next wave is going to be and you can sort of manoeuvre yourself to make sure you can take advantage of that.
0: Again, I always think I should better myself more through podcast listening and then I hear stories like this and I'm like, God, I could learn so much on my commute and then I just default to true crime every
2: day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for raising the quality of that back up too, Jamie. (laughs) I appreciate it.
0: Um, So I guess we'd love to hear from you both about your journeys to Alan's. Um, They're very different. They're very interesting. We have the privilege of having heard about it prior to recording. Um, So I don't mind. Who wants to kick off?
2: Well, I've been at Allen's for about just over a year now um, and my first foray into law and professional services. So my original career, I was a journalist a very long time ago and from there went into corporate communication. So I spent most of my career in large corporates working in PR and internal comms and analyst relations, those kind of things. But um have always had a very strong diversity bent, um, rampant feminist. So what sort of was a passion became a job when I expressed interest in just doing some work, uh, at AMP, my last employer, I was there nine years and it became not just a passion, something I wanted to help with on a daily basis and was lucky enough to be afforded that opportunity. Coming here was a wonderful opportunity for me to change industries. Um, and what most impressed me when I met people from here was the way people talked about inclusion, diversity as a philosophy. So, you know, in corporates, this office show me the business case, there must be a reason to do this. Here it was very much, you know, given the justice bent, absolutely something that is the right thing to do and we philosophically believe that.
0: That's great. I mean, so what what does your role at Allen's look like? Because I'm sure not everyone necessarily understands what that entails. Yeah. So what, what do you do basically day to day?
2: It, and it's very different and it spreads a whole, across a big spectrum. So the way I think about it, my job is how do I create, how do I invite diverse thinking into the organization? And it is diverse thinking, which may show up in many diverse demographics, but the thinking is what we're after. How do they then include it so that we're actually making the most of the wonderful, different, unique contributions that people bring? And then how do I make sure there's equity for the people and their different experiences here? So, you know, I can be working on anything from how we get more women through to partnership, for example, to is our pay equity right? Are we doing the right thing by our men and women on parental leave? How do we work with all in on the LGBTI rights? How do we think about, you know, cultural diversity in the workplace and age? across the spectrum of many different things but the ultimate goal is how do we have diverse thinking to actually help us be more innovative, to help us understand our clients in more depth and relate to one another and bring out those unique things we all bring for the benefit of our clients.
1: So does that mean that a lot of what you do is to do with pitching and to to clients but also recruitment or is there a lot of kind of talent management type work as well?
2: Yeah, there's a little bit with clients and I've, I've actually spoken with a few clients directly and I do a, a lot of bit on behind the scenes on tenders as well. But most of my job is in the process part. How do we make sure we've got checks and balances within our processes and talent processes as one, recruitment, um, remuneration, development, those kind of things to make sure that we're giving the right opportunities to the right people at the right time.
1: Okay, great. And Jamie, what about you? You want to tell us about how you've wound up here today?
3: (laughs) That's for my students. I mean, yeah, we are that bad. (laughs) No, so I, um, like you said, I've a slightly outside the box background. I suppose you could describe it. Um, So I started. I'm I'm English, and I started my career in obviously in the UK in London. Um, I I I went into the legal profession after doing my LPC in late 2006 2007 as a paralegal um and that sort of just came perfectly to the time when the gfc hit shortly after that and um i was going through the training contracts interview stages and then they the magic circle just magic and silver circle just canned all training contracts overnight for two years or deferred them for it ended up being four years um so that presented quite a problem in terms of (laughs) wanting to qualify and kick on with my career so what i ended up doing was i paralegal for three years um and i was able to leverage off that experience to then join a smaller niche firm in fleet street who who specialized in a lot of the um, real estate backed derivative transactions and particularly from a from a litigation perspective, because obviously everybody was suing everybody with the big banks because everybody was just trying to get as much liquidity on their balance sheet as possible. Um, so I did that for a few years, got qualified. And then um, I did, I suppose, a quite unusual step of then moving to Brazil. Um, and the reason for that is I, I met my wife who's Brazilian and we had the opportunity of, of moving there. She, um she was off a the partnership yeah, there and it was sort of a, I could go to Brazil, learn the language, learn the culture, and importantly, you know, get closer to her family, understand or hold her background. So, whilst I was there, I got myself qualified in New York as well. So, I could do that type of work. We decided we wanted to move eventually uh, because, just from a safety perspective, Latin America is a little bit, you know, wiggly around the edges. So, um, we decided I interviewed in New York and Australia, got an offer here in Australia, uh, and we decided to come to Australia. It's good for families and um, I joined another firm um, and worked across the table from Allen's and I liked what I saw. So I ended up coming to Allen's, joined the project finance, Bank of Finance, but, but specialised a lot in project finance. And I've been here for over three and a half years now. It's been, it's been a really good experience. I'm very happy. So.
1: I have two questions for you. <laughs> the first is, speaking of wiggly around the edges, did you learn to salsa dance while you were in Brazil? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I Well, it, you wouldn't, you couldn't live in Brazil or go to Brazil without doing carnival, right? So it's fair to say I did a lot of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> they have this concept of, uh, they call it bloquinhos, which is just block parties. And each block party has a different theme. And we would always go to the ones in Santa Catarina, which is in the hills, the famous ones in the hills where you see Christ, the Redeemer. And um, they were highly salsa orientated. And um, yeah, and once you've had a few drinks, there's no stopping you, right? Like, stop so, Do you bust
0: those moves out at the Christmas party? Oh,
3: I, I try not to. Right. <laughs> I was say, like, would you
1: bust those moves out
3: uh, maybe public, after
1: generally? a podcast recording? <laughs> 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 My second question was, it sounds like you've made a lot of decisions over the course of your career that put your life and your family first as well. Um I was wondering if you have made those decisions since you've been at Allen's. You've become a parent in that time. Can you tell us a bit about that experience?
3: Yeah, no, it's um, we got to the age where we, we decided we want to have family, and um, it's obviously a big step to make. It, it's a big change uh, lifestyle-wise. Um, you stop being—it's um, all about you. You realise how selfish you are when you have a kid, you know? and all of a sudden, your whole focus is just making sure he's good he's he's fed he's he's slept well and you want to look after him protect him give him all the great opportunities that you can um and it's been a, it's just been a wonderful experience and um so i i i am um, had the opportunity to take paternity leave whilst i was here um i which i would, there's, there's a very large i think preconception or should i say misconception it's probably more appropriate um of men taking leave generally um but i i very much during the early early period of the um of my when my kid was born i realized how much um i wanted to contribute make a genuine contribution i think it, it you've decided to have a baby together right it's not that your wife decided a baby and it's just an add-on for you no you're part of the team i wanted to make that contribution so and it also which i didn't realize at the time made a huge difference for my wife returning to work as well because is actually people think that you do leave and then you go back to work and that's it. go back to normal, but that's not actually the case. It's actually extremely difficult to then balance work and life. Um, so me taking leave made a big difference to her. She could transition back into work. She's also a lawyer um, and it made it a lot easier for her. And it was a it was a wonderful experience. I approached the partners here, and I was I was it's fair to say nervous um, because of that preconception. Um, and, but it, quite contrary, they were absolutely fantastic. They in fact they actively encouraged it. I was going to take a shorter period of leave, and they said, "No, why are you not taking the full out? Take the full out. And um, and it was wonderful. And I I always say the same thing to everybody else. It's, it's, it might sound strange, but I, I took the leave to spend time with my kid. But after a while, you realise actually. It's, he put calls and shots <laughs> and you're spe- he's spending time with you and so i had this whole conceived idea of what i was going to do I was going to take him here and here and do this and actually no that never happened <laughs> but, or, but, and most of the time i just spent trying to sleep when he slept you're so tired but um but it was wonderful experience and i'm very grateful for alan's to give me the opportunity to uh to do it because they really do encourage flexibility working diversity and things like that and gender equality and um I'm just grateful for being in the right workplace.
2: It's actually wonderful for me to hear Jamie talk about it that way because it's one of the fundamental sort of beliefs that we had underlying our new parental leave package was to try and encourage as much as we could co-parenting and to do that from the very start because to your point, Jamie, you're a parent, you're not a secondary carer. You know, you're as much a parent of your, sorry, your son's name is? Joshua. Joshua, as as your wife is. So, you know, one of my sort of beliefs is that the more we can do to encourage co-parenting from the start of our child's lives, um, the better we'll do around gender equality too. And you've even touched on that in terms of, you know, helping your wife get back to work. And um, you know, the flow and effect if we have more fathers taking part in their in parental leave earlier on, then that opens up a world of opportunities for women everywhere and also for our colleagues to do different types of work as well. So there's there's many sort of unintended consequences that are are lovely beyond just, you know, a man or a woman getting to experience those first few months or years of their child's life. So um we started looking at this at Allen's because we were concerned about um you know, the different experiences people were having when they went off to have a child and some people not coming back or coming back and then leaving within, you know, a relatively short time after coming back. So, you know, our wonderful Inclusion and Diversity Council, which is made up of partners and managing associates actually took it upon themselves to do a whole lot of interviews one-on-one with people who'd had parental leave in the last three years and truly deeply understand their experience, you know, the good and they're not so good. And from that, we we found out really quickly that someone's experience largely depends on, as you've mentioned, the quality of relationship and communication with partners. And for some junior lawyers, how there was a level of discomfort talking to them about their needs and their expectations. And so part of what we're doing with our new parents package is policy and practice change, but it's also helping our people have the right conversations at the right times so helping case manage them through and make sure the communication is right and offering them coaching so they're getting some support around conversations they might want to have at work and at home you know our goal really is about how do we give people the ob- sorry the opportunity to have fulfilling legal careers but also fulfilling home lives or just lives quite frankly home and work is life and i think
3: you touched on a good point it's all about work life balance isn't it we're not just here to grind yeah. And I think Allen's has certainly made a lot of um, steps in the right direction over the last um, few years in, on exactly that point um, because it, it, you, we work, do work hard um, but at the same time you've got to have a life outside of work yeah. as well and and they get that, which is um, it's very helpful compared to certain other firms. So.
1: <laughs> so Geneva and I have spent pretty much our whole careers at Allen's. I realise that's not A huge statement. They're not very long yet. Less (laughs) Um, time than you spent in Brazil, but
0: (laughs) so far so good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But over the course of your careers, have you, I mean, this sort of thing kind of feels normal to us. I mean, like, yes, of course I'll have a fulfilling career and be able to go off and come back and do both of those things, have it all, as they say. Mm -hmm. Um, In your experience, has that changed a lot over time? Have you had any experiences that stick out that that it hasn't worked
2: that way? I think it's changed a lot in the last five years and especially within the last 10 if I think about the concept and the mainstreaming of flexible work that just wasn't there and I'm a little bit older than everyone else in this room. So I've seen a lot um, a lot of change in the last 10 years in particular around people's desires and needs and expectations around what, what, what a modern work life looks like. And even if I think about my own parental leave when I first took, my eldest is almost nine now, those feelings I had coming back despite working in this area were just as intense as what many people go through worrying about, did I still have it? Could I still do the job? How would I be perceived? Would people think I was slacking off? Um, you know, what was I serious about my career? Yeah, betcha. I came back with some kick-ass negotiation skills <laughs> after working with a toddler. Um-
0: I guess part of it for us is, um, as junior lawyers, we look at the firm, we think, yeah, this looks good, this is fine. But in your opinion, what, what does flexible work actually look like? What does that mean? And moving forward, you know, what what do you think it should look like in the future? And do you think we're on that that path now?
3: Yeah. Look, I. Facebook working is an interesting one because obviously it's been tried a lot of firms and it's worked for some but it's not worked for others so it's not the perfect model um I think it's working quite well here um it's funny I when I first joined the firm um we were actually in the um the open plan area and and partners really struggled to start with with the open plan insofar as they people were going off into these side rooms which they've got like quiet rooms so they could do calls or focus on documentation and if they couldn't see you they were like well are they here are they working hard but then they would see the billable hours are still the same and I'm like well they're obviously working very hard and you can see the penny just suddenly dropped that visibility isn't necessarily the key it's the product that you're producing and i think that goes really well into flexibility because it's the same concept right um I think here at Alan's, it, it, it works really well. At least in, I'd say, in the finance team where I am, because um, we don't have a bums on seats culture very much. Not the case. Um, a lot of people work from home, um, a couple of days a week, one day a week. Um, I've got a colleague, um, Gabby Wilson, the team who, who recently had a, a child, same as, um, pretty much same age as I, and she takes um, one day off a week uh, to spend time with the kid, and people completely respect that day off. Um, and, it, and I think it's things like that that make the difference. I, when I can, I'll work from home on Friday or Wednesday or whatever. I'll just look at my calendar. If I don't have client meetings, unfortunately it pops up a lot for them. <laughs> if I don't, then I'll try and take advantage of that. Because um, it's also ability to work at home, acquire an environment, uh, just focus on things. But then you, at your lunchtime, you can also balance stuff with your own personal stuff as well. So I think flexibility is, is quite a wide topic it's not just that but i think that gives you a good insight into how it works at allen's insofar as there is an open mind um and they're really really focused on trying to work around you again it's going back to that that concept of understanding there is a life outside of allen's and to the extent they can help you um come up with a model that works for you on for your career then they will encourage that
2: i think broadly people think about you know, generalizing, people talk about working from home and part-time work as flexible work, but the spectrum of flexible work is so broad and really we haven't even invented, if you like, all the different ways we can work flexibly and I think that will change to your question over time. But by its very name, it's flexible. So what you need today, Jamie, you know, in in leaving to pick up Joshua or in having a different type of parental leave might be very different to what you need in five years when you have a, a you know, a leave of absence or a break or, you know, it could be as simple as coming in late because you need some time out on a morning or you need to go to an appointment or leaving early or having a longer lunch break it could be that you're training for a marathon and you need some time i think flexible work is absolutely about how do we support one another to be the healthiest and most wonderful we can be to bring our best selves to work so there's a in a, in a law firm i think it's a really important aspect of of how we work because we want our people to be as well as they can be to bring their best work for our clients. So it's a it's a growing, I think we haven't even scratched the surface on the possibilities of flexible work and if I think if you can think of a way that works for you to be flexible, then you should absolutely talk to your partner or your manager or your practice support coordinator about it because whatever makes you best at what you're doing is something we should be talking about.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. are going to be brainstorming. <laughs> I think as well, I mean, my experience is that this sort of practice and policy is something that feeds through and obviously you, I think you probably need it more when you become a parent but it's also available to us as juniors. I remember I had um, to pick up my dad from something one day and I had a whole please let me work from home I, I need to do this for my family, but I'll be online the whole time and he, here's how I'm going to make it work. And the partner just who I was working for just said to me, you know, the whole point of the policy is that you don't actually have to tell me anything about this, you can just do it. And I remember I'd been so nervous to ask mm-hmm. and then afterwards I was just like, great, cool, I'll just work from home. I've got laundry to do today.
0: (laughs) I started getting very casual. You just like flick a calendar invite in the morning, like I'll be at home. (laughs) Feel free to call me on my mobile. I think
2: the trust element of that is really important on both sides of the fence, building it. um, As a firm saying we trust that, you know, it's about output and outcome, not just about um presenteeism and, and seeing you, um, but trust too from our perspective as employees to do the right thing and talk to our leaders about what we need and what we'll deliver and keep those lines of communication open, especially with your team. I think that's the other element we need to think about with Flex. Um, it's good to be communicating across the team to support one another in how the team can get the most out of one another by all working flexibly in whatever way suits them
1: do you think that law is particularly well suited to flexible working in this way because of the nature of the measurement of how you're working um, you know it doesn't really matter where you are at the end of the day it's clear if you've been doing work that day or not
2: absolutely I mean I think the only other thing I'd think about there though is I also appreciate you know, working from home permanently might be trickier in some instances when it's great to be in a learning environment as young lawyers and you're around your more senior peers and understanding that. But absolutely, um, it's a knowledge-based, wonderful professional career that you can do from anywhere, quite frankly. So, yes.
3: Yeah. And you look at the model, for example, in the UK, I think there's a firm called Knight's Knights Law Firm in London. Um, They were not even in the top 500, I think, in 2012, and then overnight they're in they're in the top 20, and their model was simply they don't have an office, so they had none of those overhead costs. So that mean, the distribution partners were huge, and they shot up the table wow. with revenue, and it was based purely on purely that they said, look, flexible working, everybody. You don't we don't want you in the office. We actively encourage you not to come in. We just have a satellite area you can work if you have a client meeting. Otherwise, you work from home. Right. So it's obviously a model that does work, but I think it depends on. It it really depends on the fit to the person, right? If you're going to utilize it or not, but the the key is that it's there and it's respected, and you can if you need to.
1: I don't think I'd like that. I'd miss Geneva too much. (laughs) Yeah, how would we chatter all day? I'd have to call you actively instead of just probably get some work done.
0: (laughs) No, don't say that. (laughs) Unthinkable. (laughs) Now, Kyle,
1: we've talked a little bit about this new parental leave policy, and I've realise that a lot of our listeners probably don't read the Allens press releases, so could you give us a little bit of... Uh, detail on what that actually
2: entails? Sure. So we've made some changes on both policy and the practice side of things. So from a policy perspective, we've opened up our parental leave policy and removed the primary and non-primary or secondary carer definitions. So all of our people have access to you know, a gender equal policy that offers them the ability to take parental leave at the same time as their partner. So regardless of whether their partner or another carer is at home looking after a child. Um, We've also importantly introduced uh, superannuation on the unpaid component of any parental leave. And that's super important, especially for women, if I'm honest, about you know, trying to address some of that inequity in the retirement incomes of women in this country who often, because of time out of the workforce, get to retirement and don't have the savings that their male counterparts do. So that's a re- that's one really close to my heart. The other really important aspect of the new policy is around the break from billable hours. So for lawyers returning from more than three months parental leave, we're offering them a break from the expectations of their billables. So the, the goal there is to try and alleviate some of that anxiety that people feel around needing to get up to speed quickly when they return to work. So at a time when you're coming back and you're often dealing with new routines and daycare and changeover and all that kind of stuff, just trying to give them some space to, to, gent- to, to gently you know, come back into work and get their feet back under the desk and get up to speed at both work and at home. There are other aspects um, of the policy and the practice. Uh, You know, we're looking at case management, communication. We're doing coaching and networking programs to support our parents as well. There's a a whole package but very exciting aspects. It is very exciting. I've got to say, I mean, kids are not necessarily – Right on the forefront
0: of my mind where I make my career, but it's something I do think about probably much to my seen boyfriend's you here friends' babies. because <laughs> yeah. yes, my friends have many babies now. Um, so but for someone who's sort of early on in their career, I think that's been such an amazing thing to hear about. I texted my mom. I was like, Mom, like my work's done this thing. They've changed all these rules, and she was like, Well, you better stay there then. <laughs> I thought, yeah, maybe.
2: Um, at least she didn't say you should start having babies. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> she certainly wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> Um,
0: and then I guess our final question that we like to ask people who have so graciously agreed to be on our podcast is thinking about career advice that you've received over the course of your career so far. You know, what's the best advice that you've heard and that you could share with our listeners?
3: Um, I think my, my advice is, um, is actually more something you just learn day to day. I think when you go into your career, particularly as a junior, you, you're, you know, you're excited, but you're also anxious. You want to prove yourself and demonstrate that you've got a technical capability and you've made of the right stuff and you've got a clear career path ahead of you. And I think um, so the, the advice I was given was that calm down <laughs> as in the advice was, look, we all like in life, we, we all have different paths, but we all get there eventually and you, you will get there. So just enjoy the ride. So focus on you Really enjoy what you're learning day to day and the fact, and trust that you're developing and wherever you get to eventually, that's where you'll get to, but don't forget to enjoy the ride.
2: Yeah, that's great. Um, mine is around embracing your difference uh, because what makes you different is your strength and when you find that, don't be afraid of it, head into it, double down on it. Um There's so much wonder in difference and how it can bring a different perspective and a different way of thinking and a different exploration of issues and ideas. So don't be afraid of what makes you different. Head into it. Mm. Oh, I love that. It's both amazing pieces of advice. Thank you both so
0: much for coming on the podcast this morning. I think that was such an interesting conversation and such a great perspective to hear, especially from our side of the table where we're sort of earlier in our careers to hear what lies ahead. Um, So thank you both so much. And don't forget to tune in next time for another episode of Alan's Confidential.